what is up guys welcome back to commentators cut i am back with another one tree hill episode and this one is especially exciting because drama queens the one tree hill podcast with sophia hillary and joy came out yesterday which is so fun and exciting um At the time that I'm recording this, it has not come out yet, so I haven't listened to it, but I have heard the trailer and I am so excited. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. Everything I could ever ask for are three leading ladies coming together to watch the show and just give us all their thoughts. Like, I cannot wait for the tea to be spilled, for their reactions to the show, all the behind the scenes stuff that obviously we don't know about and just having a whole nother layer added to the show that I love so much because I'm seeing it through the eyes of the people that actually played those roles. Cannot wait. I know I'm gonna love it so I'm just gonna say it was great. It was amazing. You should listen to it as well. But anyway, (laughs) um, getting into my episode for this week coming in with episode seven and eight starting off with episode seven we have the wonderful like basketball fundraiser episode so at the beginning Haley is with nathan doing the tutor thing being tutor girl as she is and she tells him you know thanks for giving lucas some slack which i'm just like oh please Haley, you just got lucky because he barely gave Lucas slack and the only reason he continues to not really do anything to Lucas is because he actually likes you at this point. I don't think he fully realizes that he likes Haley, but he does and that's the only reason that he gave Lucas slack not because of this deal that you made. She can believe what she wants to. Then we move on to Karen and Keith. So cute, so precious. Both of them kind of beating around the bush that Keith said I love you the night before. But they don't fully acknowledge it, but they know what they're talking about. And then Deb comes in to personally invite them to the party that's going on, even though they both very much were not going to go. They change their minds, of course, and end up going to the party, which was a good time for them. They were able to go through the night and not have any big blow-ups. Very proud. Honestly, all around cute moments for them. When they were walking in with Lucas and they were talking about how they're going to signal to each other about they them wanting to leave, they would do the caw thing like the Ravens. So ridiculous, but such a cute cawing family, I guess. Love it for them. We also had... Brooke being an awful friend this episode, she just was not good at all. In the beginning, she is talking to Peyton and like, all I remember from last night is you admitting that you like someone. I just don't remember if it was Nathan or Lucas, whatever. And then she goes on the entire night of the party trying to get Peyton and Nathan together even though she knows like she a hundred percent is aware that Nathan and Peyton are not good together but she makes them out to be just so that she can have Lucas and it's very bad friend stuff going on 
she pushes Peyton and Nathan together so that Lucas can see them together and then he thinks that Peyton's gonna get back with him and when that doesn't work out for her she comes out and does the truth or dare game and makes Peyton kiss Lucas in front of everyone just constant (laughs) things going on that she really didn't need to do and she also picks on Nathan for no reason like well she was just lashing out at everybody at that point and brings Haley into the mix by talking about the note that Haley left Nathan which honestly the note itself isn't that cringy like I don't understand well no I do understand why it was made out to be that way because of the way Brooke brought it up she said that Nathan was passing it around and saying like look at this cutesy little note that Haley left me he didn't do that but the way that Brooke set it up it made the note seem more intense than it was but it was just like a little quote that Haley wrote and saying that he can call her it really wasn't that big of a deal but in the setting and the situation I do understand and either way Brooke was just being awful all around Also, when Brooke was talking to Jake at the end of the party when he was about to leave and saying, I'm drunk and you're here, you'll do whatever the heck she said. Um, no ma'am. Can you imagine if Brooke was a guy? If this was a guy acting this way, everyone would hate him. Obviously in this episode, no one was a fan of Brooke. But it's not as if anyone was disgusted by Brooke because of the sexualizing and the going after guys. It was because of the people she was going after and the situation she was putting people in, if that makes sense. So it was just not good. Anyway, that was the bulk of the Brooke situation. Then we have little glimpses of Peyton and Haley's friendship very sweet. I like them. Uh, What a duo. Another duo would be Karen and Deb. They could be such a powerful friendship. The way I wish Dan would just get out of the mix and they could be together because mm, two strong independent females, money right there. And also Deb calling out Dan And not letting him get in the way of her good night. Just all around queen stuff happening. Karen also calling out Dan and saying that he needs to stop living in the past because he has a good life. Just so good. I love them. And I love them together as friends. Man, great friendship duos happening in this episode. Aside from Brooke, obviously. (laughs) But it's fine, I guess. Then we have Lucas and Peyton's situation this episode. They start off cute and things are going all right because Lucas is sitting down at the table at school and Peyton comes and makes up this book scenario about a guy and a girl that have something but it's weird because of an ex-boyfriend, Nathan, blah blah blah. So that's essentially why Lucas goes to the party because he wants to see how the book ends. Do they get together? Are they a thing? What goes on there? When he's at the party though, Brooke is doing her thing. So Lucas and Peyton can't really get to each other until the big kiss that Brooke started happened. 
So then Lucas goes over to Peyton and talks to her, and then things are okay. They're chatting, they're having a good time. Haley kind of interrupts them at a moment <laughs> when they were about to kiss again. That scene is never not funny to me. I crack up every single time because Haley's so flustered and she's like, ah, ooh, I'm, no, you're, ah, okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I just love her. Uh, what a cute moment. Things go sour when Lucas and Peyton end up in one of the bedrooms and you think that they're about to have sex, but they don't because... Lucas says that he wants to have everything with her, not just sex, which makes her upset. I will say that scene has always just been a tad too cringy for me. There's something about him putting his hand on her heart and just intensely looking at her, saying the words that he wants everything with her and he wants them it was just a lot the dial for cringe just went a little bit too far and I was like oh I understand he's being sweet there and that's awesome but mm, it was it was a bit overbearing Payne's reaction though was very unwarranted what was she expecting to happen was she really just about to have sex with him and then be done with it is that all she wanted because from their other interactions from the way that they talk to each other from the way that she's just been in her feels and acting on the side it seems like she wanted more than that but also she did just get out of this thing with Nathan so I guess I see where she's coming from but like not really so the that was just a lot and very unfortunate for Lucas so sad to see that all he wanted this whole time was to have a real thing with Peyton and when he was so close so very close she freaks out on him and leaves and then Dan comes in and I was like sir go away why are you butting into children's business you're a grown man whatever Lucas tells him off though and then leaves so good for him after that Lucas goes back to the cafe not really sure what he was doing I guess just going to turn off some lights or something I don't know because he saw them on he was in the cafe and then saw Haley crying on the ground Lucas and Haley's friendship is so pure so sweet I really do love them yeah they have their fights as friends do but they always have each other's backs so that's awesome because in the beginning Haley came to Lucas before the party and said that she likes Nathan. Lucas is not happy about this, but he wasn't like, I forbid you from dating Nathan or pursuing anything with Nathan, which is what I said he would do in my previous episode. See, Haley, all you had to do was tell him the truth. Is he happy about it? No, but he's also not a bad friend, so he's not going to get in your way about it. He just wants you to be careful. Well, everyone wants her to be careful, apparently, because everyone keeps saying that to her. And then when Lucas comes at the end of the party and sees her crying, this is why. In this case, um, Brooke was lying and Nathan didn't actually do anything wrong. 
Except for the fact that he did go to the party to get back with Peyton. I I just chalk that up to stupid high school behavior. Because he has this past with Peyton and he obviously still cares about Peyton, especially in this episode. You can see that. You can also see that he's starting to feel something for Haley. So that happens and now she's crying and it was just very sad. But Lucas was there for her being the sweet friend that he is. When she said she needed space, he respected that and just left her to be. I will give it to Nathan though. He came back at the end of the episode to try and make things better. He tried to explain himself because he didn't even know what Brooke was talking about since he hadn't opened the container that Haley gave him yet. So he came to Haley to try and explain things. At that point, Haley was done and she didn't want to hear him. Hey, good for her. If he actually did do what Brooke said, I'm glad that she shut him out. Also, she just couldn't process that. <laughs> that night she didn't need any more drama so she just turned off the lights and walked away i do commend nathan for trying to go and set things right with her in the end he wasn't awful this episode honestly nathan i don't think he had a main main storyline happening this one was more so focused on lucas and peyton and everything there from what we see of nathan in this episode He's doing better. He's not picking on Lucas. And also, you see that he does care about Peyton. That's why he's trying to get back with her. But she doesn't want it. And then Brooke just being extra and mean to Haley. And then he tries to make Haley feel better and explain himself. So all around, Nathan was doing better this episode. He's on the come up. Good for him. Those were the big things that happened. At the very end, though, we have Deb talking to Dan about the party and how she was happy he was on his best behavior, which he low-key wasn't, only when she was looking, because he was still getting at Keith for drinking, and then he went up to Karen and was like, why are you here, and all that stuff. But besides that, the thing that really made me upset was the fact that he said he was off balance because of the night why literally why dan the fact that he felt off balance just because his brother and the mother of his literal child came to his party it was so dumb get a grip are you kidding me like karen said he has a good life stop living in the past move on then at the very end we get jakey oh my gosh jake our favorite dad ah oh, so sweet what a little reveal the whole episode everyone's like jake where are you going why is coach always being nice to you you're always in and out or sick and out of class or practice and leaving early coming late all these things and the whole time jake is being very aloof very mysterious he's just saying i just have other things to do i have obligations coach is looking out for me for what though for what and finally we see what it is his child he's a father uh i still remember the first time seeing that and i was like oh 
I just thought he had a sick mom or something and he, he like he was going to work and had a job and all that stuff but because of that I was like why is he being so mysterious about it but then seeing that it was a child and I was like oh my gosh so sweet love it Jake is literally amazing one of my favorite side characters love him so much anyway that was episode seven a good time lots of stuff going on and very excited to hop in to our next episode let's go Alrighty, episode eight now we have a college party i guess the theme of this episode is parties but right at the beginning we see brooke and peyton together and talking about how brooke does not remember what happened the night before again which has become a common thing for her um the one thing that gets me about this though is just how fast Peyton forgave Brooke about everything she did like it makes sense because high school friendships and you know gals do dumb things every once in a while but I feel like what Brooke did was mean to a different extent where you wouldn't forgive her that easily but it seems that this is how Brooke acts frequently so Peyton just rolls over it easily and then moves on annoying but I can move past it then Nathan comes to try and apologize to Haley again he does explain himself and Haley says that's fine I believe you but she just doesn't want to be in all that drama anymore good for her I was like yes Haley stick up for yourself and then when Brooke came to set up this date thing for Haley and her Haley and Nathan the sass that she was giving gold I laugh every time love it we also had the river court gang come back very exciting I love them they just add a nice freshness to one tree hill they ground it in a way that the rest of the cast doesn't just because they're lucas's roots that's where he came from and i appreciate them not completely being cut out of the story so loved to see the river court come back and all the friends that came with it moving in to the party that happened in this episode though brooke decides that she needs to correct her karma because of everything she did wrong in the previous episode so she decides to take Peyton to a college party so that they can just be better. Instead of diving into drinks, Brooke will dive into boys and she'll also have Peyton just get out and have a light evening instead of the intense moment that she said she had with Lucas. They go to this party and Brooke hooks up with this guy well doesn't hook up but she starts making out with this guy who turns out to be a high schooler like herself but she totally flips out on him which is so (laughs) unneeded Brooke are you kidding me not you blowing up at him for exactly what you're doing hey it's whatever we have Peyton on the other hand going into this dude's dorm room and talking to him about music and you think it's just gonna be a simple wholesome thing but also like 
the vibe from the moment she walked in to that dorm room was not it. The room was dark. He was very much uninterested. His interest was piqued because she knew the music that he was listening to. Overall, he just wasn't the ideal guy. Turns out he is just talking her up so that he can drug her to literally sexually assault her, probably move into rape if Brooke did not get in there at the time she did. Thank God for that because what an awful thing for Peyton to go through on top of everything else that this girl goes through. But oh my gosh. So yeah, we hate Gabe. He's awful. But Brooke gets there in time And who does she call? Lucas, of course, because Brooke knows she can count on him. I feel like this is a big part of the reason that Brooke was so entranced by Lucas. This is what really set him apart because with so many other people in Brooke's life, she couldn't really count on them. They weren't there for her. She talks about it later on when her and Lucas have a little heart to heart about how her parents aren't really there. They just pay her off, basically. So it really meant a lot to Brooke that she knows for a fact that she can call on Lucas and he'll be there. And he said it himself when he took Brooke to um, get her car after the night's events, and he said that she can call him for anything, which is great in her eyes. But yeah, Their heart-to-heart was very sweet. (laughs) Unfortunate that it was because of this awful thing that happened to Peyton. But they had a moment to just talk. And Lucas realizes that Brooke isn't what people make her out to be. She's not a brainless slut. She does have a heart. And yeah, she messes up. Deep down, she really is a sweet gal. Also, you just see Lucas being great. Honestly, this was a great episode for him. You see him being sweet with his friends. It's not like he cut off his old friends because he now is this big basketball guy. He's there for his mom when she is trying to go to Italy, which, what? Where did that come from? I do understand that they needed a way to write her off because she was having a baby. She was pregnant in real life, not in the show. So there was that whole aspect of it. It was another plot device to help push Keith and Karen along. It gave them the kiss. So I'm not mad about it with everything that happened there. It was just kind of random. I remember thinking that the first time I watched. Anyway, after the whole night and everything that went down, Peyton thankfully is all right. That med student helped them out. We love girls supporting girls, being there for them. I have minor gripes with this situation because... This party that they went to was at Duke. Now, I am from North Carolina. I literally live 20 minutes outside of Duke. There is no way that they can get from Tree Hill to Duke as fast as they were getting to it. Like, they didn't give us exact time frames of when people were getting, but by the way the show was progressing, 
No, you don't just go to a party at Duke for the night if you're in Tree Hill. Tree Hill is essentially Wilmington and it's at least an hour and a half away. And that's if there's no traffic and you are booking it on the highway. For most people, it takes about two hours to get from that area in North Carolina to Tree Hill, which is Wilmington. So that was dumb, but it's okay. We're just going to pretend like I'm not from North Carolina, so I don't understand that location situation that's going on. Anyways, on top of that, they also didn't call the police on this Gabe dude that literally drugged her. Brooke said it was because she was drunk which yeah i understand why they think that but actually if you call the police like you won't get in trouble if you've been drinking because they'd rather you be safe than not safe you know or at least that's how it was at my school so there's that situation but apart from that all is well all is good you see lucas cares about peyton he also makes this connection with brooke and they really cemented themselves as friends after this night, which I think is very sweet. It was airing on the side of, oh, are they starting to like each other? I mean, we always knew that Brooke liked Lucas. She made that very clear from the first time that we met her. But I think in this regard, they really were just friends that appreciated each other's company and really saw the other person for who they are. And I really like that, especially when Brooke came to just sit around with Lucas's friends and watch him play on the river court. That's a very sweet moment. And I, mm, every time I see it, it just makes me break out into the biggest smile. It's something so simple, but so nice. Then we also have Haley and Nathan, or Naley, as we have come to know and love them. Oh my gosh. The date? Brooke really outdid herself with the Naley date. Like, are you kidding? It was such a thoughtful thing. It really shows how sweet she actually is deep down. The three things that they like about each other, picking out gifts for each other, ordering each other's meals, just all around an A plus date. Good job, Brooke. It is unfortunate that Nathan messed it up in the end, but he brought it back because this is when we get the Naley kiss. Oh my gosh, the Naley kiss. What an iconic moment for us Tree Hill watchers. Love it every single time. From him throwing rocks at Haley's parents' window, her walking up, trying to break things off, being upset, the kiss out of nowhere, and her saying he shouldn't have done that, but then kissing him again, the music. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Overall, a great episode. Very much enjoy. Um, even the little moments, like Deb offering to run the cafe. It was such a good thing like i said i love deb and karen as friends they're just wonderful but then dan being the jerk that he is about deb wanting to be friends with her dan please you made this bed you need to line it why must everyone hate each other because you messed up it makes no sense and he needs to step off no one is even forcing him 
to be in their lives like that. Yes, Deb wants him to be civil because that's what any sane human would want. It's not as if she's forcing them on him. She just wants to have a nice friendship with this woman that she can quite literally relate to on so many levels because they both got pregnant from the same person and have boys on the team. Dan just needs to get over it leave her alone deb is great she's amazing such a sweet woman love her anyway right at the end of the episode we have peyton giving lucas a hug and just thanking him for what he did for her and saying that she owes him she doesn't which i'm sure lucas in his head is like you don't owe me for that i was just being a good friend but she says that and then just walks away and you see Brooke on the sidelines seeing the hug that they just shared and Brooke very much knows that Lucas cares and likes Peyton. She was there that night when he came to her rescue, literally kicked down the door. Wait, can I just talk about that moment for a quick second? Oh my god, please! Literally too hot to handle. When he turns to the guy because he knocks on the door and Gabe whatever his name is is like piss off and Lucas just chuckles turns to the guy he's like is this your dorm room the guy says yes and he says call your RA and kicks the door in I think the first time I saw that I rewatched that scene like three or four times, no joke, because it was just too good. I had to see it again. That was amazing. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, at the end of the episode, yes. Um, so, of course, Brooke knows that Lucas very much cares about Peyton. He said it, that he worries about her too much, all the things. So she sees that Peyton gives him a hug, and then they both walk off together, arm in arm, go into class, and you just see... Lucas looking at the two of them. I feel like this is when the triangle began. This was the moment that Lucas realized, oh crap, I like both of these girls. Very different situations though, because Peyton, on one hand, he has wanted this for so long. He has been idolizing this idea of him and Peyton and it almost happened in the last episode but she turned him down. Peyton very much is not in a place where she wants to date and that's fine but then you have Brooke on the other hand who he thought was just this basic superficial popular girl and then after this night he's realized that she's more complex than that and She's more than meets the eye. She's actually very sweet and caring. And he's like, aw, I like her too. I don't think to the extent that he likes Peyton, but he doesn't really see anything happening with Peyton because Peyton literally rejected him. He said what he wanted from her and she did not want that. Things are up in the air for him, which isn't great, but he doesn't owe either of them them anything in this moment they're really the ones that need to talk it out because he's just the side boy he's just there 
he's not friends with either of them up until this day when he helps them out. But still, does that make sense? But he's now formed a pretty solid connection with both of them separately, not together. So it's just messy. But that is for sure when the triangle began. I am calling that for myself. That is what I'm believing. But yes, that was episode eight. Great stuff on both sides. I really, really love these two episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed them too. Also, drama queens, like I said at the beginning of this episode, awesome things. Can't wait to hear more and more from our three leading ladies. So much One Tree Hill content. I'm very, very excited about it. That's all for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will talk to you next week with another One Tree Hill episode. Bye!